The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. Just seconds away from AEW Rampage at the top of the hour on TNT, and we're going to start things off with the final. Rampage semi-final round matchup in the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament. It will be House of Black and Dark Order in just a few moments. It's been a great tournament thus far, guys. I don't think anyone would question that. Well, how can it not be with the amount of talented performers and wrestlers here in AEW? Always such a foreboding, intimidating entrance. Very dark, evil, if you will. Yeah, they shut the lights on, Chris. That's why it's dark. Are you a smartass over there, Excalibur? This is a Rampage semifinal match in the AEW World Trios Tag Team Championship Tournament. Introducing first, Buddy Matthews, Brody King, Malachi Black, House of Black. Don't think just because I'm. Lionheart Chris Jericho that I've forgotten how to throw a fireball in your stupid face. And I'll do it, Jim. Wow. I know you will, Chris. Yeah, settle down over here, Second. Man. You've had a rough couple of weeks. I have. I got stitches. I got a messed up throat. Got pushed on your ass. I, I... Wow. You want one too, Shivani? No, I'm just I'm, I'm throwing out facts here. I I'm just... throwing out fireballs in your face. Stop. Well, to bring it back on track here, you saw at the bottom of your screen, the House of Black, a perfect 6-0 record this year in trios competition. Not only that, Excalibur, I haven't even seen anybody come close to beating them. 
They are definitely a force to be reckoned with tonight here on Rampage. A dangerous faction, to say the least. Join the Dark Order. And their opponents, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and number 10, Dark Order. Definitely one of the sentimental favorites here in the tournament. And there you see Hangman Adam Page watching the back of the Dark Order here tonight. These guys have developed a, a very unique and very easily to describe bond. Complement each other quite well. They have the power of 10 and, and uh, Reynolds and Silver. They really are one of the most fluid and most experienced tag teams you'll find. They've been together for quite a while. And don't forget that Adam Page is not in the six-man tournament, even though the Young Bucks invited him to because he's going to be watching his buddies here in the Dark Order, which is what he was just doing. Hangman, too conflicted to compete, but you don't have to wait long. We're going at TNT. Join us there right now. Tonight on TNT. We wanted to get our hands on you for months. Let's fight! Plus, the trios tournament continues when House of Black face Dark Order. And Dustin Rhodes challenges Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship. If you want a chance at this, you're on. AEW Rampage, tonight at 10 on TNT. to the Rampage Finals, the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament. Malachi Black, massive back elbow. And there is the team that the winners of this match will face in the Rampage Finals next Friday night, live on TNT. Orange Cassidy and the best friends. And of course, Dan Housen there with him, who is not in the tournament, but he's round. Big stomp on the elbow of Alex Reynolds. And still to come tonight, our main event, the Ring of Honor World Championship match. Claudio Castagnoli versus the natural Dustin Rhodes. And oh, look at that kick to the knee. Vance just crumbles off the apron. And also, that after this past Wednesday, it was announced that it will be Lionheart, Chris Jericho versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson at All Out. Brian Danielson wants Lionheart, Chris Jericho at All Out. He's going to get it. And he's also going to get his ass kicked. Tag made. Tag made. Ten is legal. And ten, he's moving well. Oh, the yeah, pump kick. He looks all right. Yeah, he took baby steps to get there. Swing and a miss by Matthews, and ten drives down Matthews. Malachi Black. Spine buster by ten. Fine on the pine by the masked man. Young and strong. And he seems to have no ill effects of his uh, banged up knee at this point in time. We've seen him use oh, this. There it is. Yeah, the full Nelson. This can win it. This can win it. Malachi Black maybe on the verge of going to sleep. He's fighting it, though. Malachi's face becoming a bright oh. crimson red. Yeah, the hand fighting allowed Malachi to make it to the corner. And then oh, Buddy Matthews, the Meteora. 
Reynolds in the swing and the miss. Wow. Oh, Reynolds caught it. The knee strike avoided by Reynolds. Oh, lost kick underneath the chin. And uppercut. Great teamwork by Silver and Reynolds, but Brody King in the ring. Look out. He's out of the way. Oh, Brody King will block out the sun. He is a monster human being. Nice stunner. I love the double teams here from the Dark Order, Silver and Reynolds. Oh, the high boot, oh, the elbow geez. strike. Did you hear that? He's wiping out everybody. He smacked him right in his mouth. Brody King is running this ring. Well, he was. He was. Until the other big man. Well, he'll be back. He hasn't packed his goods and left town, I can promise you. There we see the Dutch Muay Thai technique of Malachi Black. He went for that elbow to the crown of the head, but again, 10 with the full Nelson. Oh, Malachi. Go back to that knee. Yes, sir. That brace covered knee. He's trying to pull the brace off. Malachi tearing, the, tearing at the brace. And the disc is, oh! Oh, he can't, oh boy. Now the body scissors, Malachi. Look at this. The knee bar. locked in yeah. there, that knee bar. The knee bar in the corner. Submission hold in place. 10, a very long way from the ropes. And Matthews and King. Yeah, running block here is what they're doing. What is going on there? What was that? That's the music of the Redeemer. Miro, he said that he's had these pagans, as he calls them, the House of Black, in his sights. We saw him lay a massive shot on Buddy Matthews last Friday night. Here comes Buddy. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> right on that rap Yeah, there he went. Well, the roll up here, Reynolds, two, three! Oh! On the House of Black upset. Here are your winners advancing in the tournament, Dark Order. Alex Reynolds just rolled up. Malachi Black handed the House of Black their first loss, and now Dark Order advances to face Orange Cassidy, the best friends. Oh, from behind. You gotta watch your back around here, guys. Oh, wow. wow, did you see those stairs? When was the last time you saw Miro get manhandled like this? Never. Never is right. And the fact is, he had shoulder first. I mean, remember the neck of Miro, surgically repaired. He called it a, a, a neck made of sand. Well, we also got a giant power lifter in here who's very rarely outsized, but you got Brody King. And of course, Malachi Black. The back heel kick on target. He's at the mercy, at the mercy of three men right yeah, here. Three men versus one. That's what you've got here. A gang of salt. Someone's got to make, come on. Someone's yeah. got to stop this. Oh, oh boy. Ask and you shall receive. Here's, here's that someone. This can't be. It's Darby. It's Sting. It's Sting. It's Darby. Sting. Sting. Like this. It's Sting! You're right. I, but think, think about the history between Darby Allen and Miro with that TNT championship, that bitter rivalry. And now Darby and Sting. The common enemy is uniting Darby and Sting with Miro. And look at Sting's face. That black mist from Malachi Black. Both Miro and Sting have felt it. Two master strategists, Malachi Black and Sting.
seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Jeff, I've got inside information on what Punk and Moxie were talking about right after their matchup from this week on Dynamite. Check you don't out. say, Jimmy. The following is brought to you by the New World Order. What a match. I always knew, I mean, that you were the man. I've always been your biggest fan. It was my lucky day. Is this not what this business is all about? Tradition is on a level with the gods. When the wolf pack split from the black and white and there was this conflict, when is Hogan and Nash going to go? I knew going down to the ring that this was out of, without a doubt going to be a match of the year. This is the match of the century. I was the one that was watching you come out. You almost beat me without even getting in the ring. I, mean, I knew I was in for I'm fighting. strong. I I'm a strong, strong I guy. I am in awe of you. I give you basically a shot. Boom. Your ability to come out of that turnbuckle. I wrestled Goldberg. Walk in the park. But that thing you hit me with, I mean, boom. I get, to, I take the shot. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. All I know is I'm losing consciousness as I'm on my way to hit the mat. But I learned that from you. You taught me to be focused, mind, body, spirit, and soul. To use it against me. I mean, that's beautiful. That's that's beautiful. This isn't one of those Bruce Lee things where I die like 20 days later or something. No, 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 no. So you can do this to me. I mean, what can you do to the Senate, the Congress? It's just that release of that energy. I would have done that physically with Goldberg. You would die. Cat scans are negative. Yeah. Internal bleeding seems to have stopped. I can't raise my arm. I mean, can feel it right now. And for anybody to say this is some kind of a farce, I mean, they weren't there. When we get in that ring, it's 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 scary. It's scary. And on that note, two or three more of those, <laughs> I'm pretty much finished. I don't want none of that. We set a whole new standard as far as tradition. That's the payoff. That's tradition. You know, talk about, you know, and, and Flair has. He's talked about, you know, the funks, the oh robes. Uh, <laughs> they don't have any right to even talk about tradition. Briscoe Brothers, these guys that have bled and sweat. And But we took it to a different level. When you covered me for the one, two, three, I I don't even remember it. I'm unconscious. That's what this business That's is all tradition. about. I bet if we had that match right now, you would probably beat me this time. You were the better man on that night. It's your belt. I mean, you know, it was a clean-cut victory. You have my vote. Big Sexy really should have won. You're the man. No, you are, and it was an honor. I love you. You're the best. I love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Could you pass the tape for me? Oh, stop. Get the camera. Proceeding is brought to you by the New World Order. It's Friday! You know what that means! A new era of professional wrestling starts right now with AEW Rampage! Well, hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Friday Night Carnage 
right here on the PWC Network. Marcos is back. He's the interim PWC champion, but not the real champ because that's me. Jeff Lippman, welcome to the carnage. And just quietly, I know people out there, there's, there's others that are calling it the finger poker doom. I almost felt like Don Tony was listening to our show when we were saying that, myself and Chris Ams. Um, dude, you t- tell me, that's what it feels like, them two talking post-match and it's exactly what happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's like that. So you're just going to blow me off now, are you? I'm no selling this this whole comparison. No, that, I mean, seeing Hogan and Nash doing that, so much more entertaining than, than anything I've seen in years. Cheers to that. 100%. That's what I said, too. Just makes me sad. Absolutely. Absolutely. And looking back on it, look all the heat that that segment, I mean, that match got. Boy, would I kill for some sort of swerve like that right now. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it'd be great. I, I I don't know why it got so much criticism. People are still talking about it. 100% agree. 23 years later, 24 years later, still talking about it. If you're still talking about it, it worked. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people that think that that's what killed WCW, you're he's all idiots. Yeah. Straight up. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about WCW, <laughs> as Scott Hall will do. Um, we're talking about rampage <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately but it is what it is um i know look though we did have arn anderson and dustin rhodes on it so hey right and we're talking about where the fuck were they yeah we're, well, well here they are yeah where they dust off the arn anderson and and brock anderson from and more importantly why why in particular brock Anderson? i mean seriously Someone tell the kid that he, uh, well, you know, he sucks. Clearly they, 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 you know, Arn is going to turn on Dustin and you're going to have Brock have a feud with Dustin. Nobody wants to see that. Not not the people watching Dark, not the people watching Elevation, not the people watching Dynamite or Rampage, not Battle of the Belt, not a pay-per-view, not pre-show, not pre-pre-show, not Road to All Out. Nobody wants to watch that anywhere. No. True, one hundred percent, man. Uh, it is what it is, Jeff. What do you do, man? I mean, yeah. But nevertheless, let's get into the first friggin' matchup of a Rampage, as we have Dark Order defeating the House of Black to advance in the trios tournament. Uh, well, I guess let me just say this: House of Black was about to win, but Miro's music hit, and he entered the scene. He attacked Buddy Matthews. Malachi was distracted enough to be rolled up from behind by Alex Reynolds for the pin at Riverdurchi as Miro was laid out by all three members of House of Black after the match. That's when and Darby Allen come out for the save running off the heels. Jeff, tell them what you think. First of all, I don't think any of us should talk about this without at least noting what was missing from this match. One of the big stories that was going on the undercurrents of dynamite adam page rejected the bucks to be in the corner of the dark order who was in their corner no one <laughs> not a person not, not who no not adam page yeah exactly <laughs> i mean maybe he was and- shopping for more butterfly jeans i i don't know maybe he wanted maybe. ladybug ones this time 
Haha, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Maybe ladybug ones. Oh, glowworms. <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, troll smurf shit. smurf jeans. That's cowboy shit. No, the, the, that's very cowboy shit. But the ladybug ones are even better though, bro. Yeah, that's extreme bro, cowboy shit. I never stop at one. I should just stop. <laughs> he should have stopped the ladybug. I should just straight I should up just stop, stick the finish, let it marinate. Late lady ladybug jeans with like the money comment you know what i mean like literally that was good but uh yeah wherever he is um he cares because i think if they ain't careful if if aw ain't careful he's gonna soon get that Dolph ziggler type of heat he, he might i mean i don't know that Dolph ziggler ever was pushed as, as a top card star the the way he was i mean if it was it was a long time ago it was a long time ago, but he got pushed off the cliff in the end, and uh, yeah, we well, know what I mean, I think Adam that. voluntarily threw himself off a cliff. I, I mean, <laughs> this, this seems to be his comfort zone is is the low card. Oh, no he's card. a butterfly. I mean, I yeah. at least thought that when they kicked uh, ten in the shin, it was supposed to be the knee that that was going to be an injury angle that they were going to work off of, and Paige would have to replace him. How that works, I'm not sure. Uh, but it, you know, it's wrestling. You make up rules as you go along. But they, but he basically no sold that and and started going toe to toe with Brody King immediately after. I don't I hate know. that, Jeff. Seeing the Dark Order next to Brody King, Malachi Black, and Buddy Matthews just makes you realize how absurd the Dark Order have always looked. Just how absurd the, the Alex Reynolds is, and how absurd John Silver is, and and. I mean, they they just have Shindy written all over them. This, and the fact that they're still on my TVs three years later is just embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it is. I never knew the Beaver Boys, but they they're totally the Beaver Boys. I mean, they're, and they're still babbling about the Dark Order. It's why Jericho mentioned how the Dark Order used to be a lot more like the House of Black. Yeah, well, sort of. When it comes to the Ring of Honor run, when they were Super Smash Brothers. No, no. I mean, the Dark Order, they were like a cult. They were dark. They were evil. Mr. Brody Lee was, you know. They were evil, not so evil cult. But they were more like incels rather than the House of Black, which are more like Luciferians. But instead, exactly, like legit. And instead, we've got Johnny Hungy, who's hungry for dicks, legitly. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's the I, thing. I don't know how you know this. I assume that you guys dated a few times and it didn't work out. No, not exactly. Uh, all you got to do is actually tune into being the elite and you'll find out. But um, does, does D stand for Dark Order? D stands for D. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I fell. I anyway, that two shows in a row. You did. That's two shows in a row. But I don't I know. know if uh, we're on the air on during the first one. I don't we think we were. We were? Oh, yeah. You sure? I'm not going to waste okay. the Douglas reference. Uh, you Douglas. Know, that sounds air. disturbing, Jeff. I'm not going to lie because it feels like a guy. Uh-huh. And I don't like well, that, well, that's, Jeff. That's, I'm not with a bloke. That, that, right? that's, I'm not... that's why I'm the interim PWC champion. No, 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 no. I'm the real PWC world champ. Says it right there. If, if, you, were the, if right? you were the real champion, there. there wouldn't need to be an interim champion. If you were, no, if you no, were no, holding no, no. your duties, well, if you were representing you. with pride... This well, with first our, of all, these, our lineage and our history. Lineage. Well, our history goes back to two years now, Jeff. I know. And with, uh, can you believe that two years already? What the hell, man? If Spear could see us now. Oh boy! <laughs> Shouts to the old boss himself, which I haven't spoke to 
in about a year, Jeff. Can you well, believe you know that? What? He could see us because we're on the air. We are on the air. As a matter of fact, we are. And you know what? Rational Rage, I'll give him a shout out. Why not? Right? Because, you know, I don't know. I don't want to cause no mischief or anything like that. Oh, but I dare say he uh, are pulling more numbers, pal. Just saying. Whoa. <laughs> but You're anyway. going to defend that championship. Oh, man, don't worry about that. PWC, hey, look, we started on the Rational Rage Network, and I'm forever grateful. But we had to fly on our own, and it took a while, but we're flying, and that's all that matters. And look at us. We're doing live podcasting, whereas the old network ain't doing none of that. So uh, We're cooking yeah. with gas. Absolutely. We're with the times. We try to evolve. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not throwing shade at anybody else. I've, everyone does their own thing, and as, as long as they're happy with what they're doing and their product, and their audience likes them, cool. And you know, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I do feel bad. I, I mean, I do want to call Spiro one day, but uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe, maybe one day I'll buzz him oh, up. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's someone out there listening who can make that happen. Well, homeboy, it'll be you. But you know, you never do it. But it doesn't matter. Well, I, I guess I could. When he's <laughs> saying "homeboy" over you, he's not referring to me. He's referring to someone else who actually goes by "homeboy." Yes, "homeboy '88." I'm talking about, not this "homebray" right here, yeah. who claims to be the real world champion. But you know, interim it says PWC interim. champion. Exactly. I don't claim Anyways, to be any more than what I am, which is the interim PWC champion. Well, speaking of interims, uh, do do we get the Dark Order being released eventually in the next few months? Because I'd love for that for that to happen. And what's going on with Miro? He got totally laid out like a little bitch. Well, it was, it was three the one. Oh, yes. Well, true, but... I mean, that is what's supposed Sting. to happen. And then he got rescued by, uh, you know, Sting, who's uh, apparently still going through Sting. a metamorphosis. I like that. As long as it goes all black, and then suddenly he just turns, because that's the only thing that makes logical Who sense to me. a heel 63-year-old Sting? Who wants that? What's the It's purpose? not about that. It's Yeah, you're right. And I agree with you, right? But they did it to Sting. So we're just going to have to roll with that, Jeff, all right? They could have done it to I someone else. It makes no sense, because Aleister Black has spit-missed at like 50 people, and it's only worked on Julia Hart. Why should it only work on Julia Hart and Sting? It only works. It's like COVID. It only works on the weak and the old. Well, yeah, I guess it's got to do with that, I guess. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I've had COVID, so I know how it feels. You haven't, haven't you? Yeah, I had it. Oh, you did? I, I, oh, I got you a did. Christmas I think Eve. I remember now. I think I remember now. You're right. I, I took off yeah. Christmas Eve as a nice holiday. I was going to take a nice four-day weekend. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait, but did, you had the runs, didn't you? You had those nope. type of symptoms, no? No, no. no, no symptoms I just, I just, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. That's yeah, yeah like, that was pretty. Like it was pretty bad. Straight. Like me too. That's exactly what happened to me. I slept for three days. I'll never forget it because it was like, what the hell? It was weird, man. But uh, yeah, let's hope we and, never and then get it that. Turned right into again. a flu, like a regular flu, and so I had to take a sick but day. A dirty like four days flu. later, also, it felt like a dirty flu though, like not like your normal flu, like a real dirty. No, my, my I was know, a, I can't mine was it. a regular pain in the ass okay. flu that lingered for like two or three weeks. Well, hell yeah, it does. And you know what? It probably still lingers to this very day, Jeff, believe it or not. And we, you just don't realize it. What? Yeah, I'm true. it's true. Long okay. COVID. I I've never know. heard of long COVID? It, well, that would explain why I'm so lazy. Sure, I have long COVID. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. lazy, people. I just have long COVID. Shut That's up. It, man. That's man. Jerks. There's your out, bro. There's your out. <laughs> anyway. Jerks. um. Jerks. 
Can I ask? Stupid faces. Where do we go? Yeah, exactly. Stupid. Where do we go with uh, Miro at this point? Does he bury the House of Black or do they bury him? Either way, it's it's ridiculous because either either ones shouldn't be losing any more than they already are. Um, well, Buddy Matthews, I think, is in the doghouse. But um, you think so? I don't know. Somebody's got to convert somebody, and and Sting's face paint is still strange. I, I don't know what he's trying to signal there. I mean, he's it's been like that for like six weeks now. I mean, this is, I guess, that's long term storytelling, right? It's long term storytelling. That's how AEW rolls, actually. No, Jim, come on, man. This is what I, I they don't, do. I, I they don't, don't know what's happening it. with this. I mean. I, I don't know. The, the fact that the Dark Order advances in this tournament and they didn't even do any sort of injury angle and have anything to do with Adam Page makes no sense because, I mean, it just seemed obvious to me that that when they had like a like basically the vacant silhouette there with the Silver and Reynolds and it wasn't Uno or Ten, that it was going to be Adam Page. And so your finals were going to be the Elite versus the Dark Order and Page and the story would be like, you know, is, is Page truly loyal to the Dark Order or, or you know, or whatever, something something along that and that may still yet be but they didn't advance that at all tonight so or rather wednesday when when it was taped but i don't know i, I don't know what you do i mean at least miro's in a story with alistair black uh, i mean there's at least there, there's three wrestlers in this story that i'm invested in and and then there's two others that i respect being darby and Brody king and i don't want people to think i don't respect sting i i do respect Spence sting <laughs> not interested in seeing sting on tv any longer Tomo, you don't want to be stinged anymore you don't want to be stung i was never really a sting guy to be honest ne- neither was i to be honest Even, I, I i wasn't the, when he was the surfer guy like, i just couldn't stand him like i i considered like sting like on the same level as like tito santana or like Caxo oh, jim dug and it just was come not on that's harsh bro you know what, very well harsh? that he's not he's not come tito santana Really? I, I guarantee you that Hacksaw Jim Duggan made more money in his life than Sting did. Hey, Hacksaw... Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about well, that. in the last 15 years. But during his wrestling career, absolutely. Well, look at this, Jeff. You're already causing a fucking ruckus because, look, Facebook user says you don't respect Sting, Jeff. Is, well, is that a question mark or is it a statement? And is or that just flirting with me? Is that a wink? Or is it being sarcastic? Who was that, actually? Let's see. Um, I don't know who it was, but it's somebody. That's all that matters. I can't see okay. who it is. It's somebody. Everybody is somebody and everybody oh. matters. Hey, Jimmy, your name doesn't come up anymore. It's Demetrios Ponticus, who's oh, the biggest Jimmy. fan. Yes. And why why isn't your fucking name coming up, Jimmy? It used to, but it's I not anymore. I don't know what Doing a show, don't have a conversation with one person. <laughs> no, because his name usually comes up. I know. And I, just quietly. I, I know. I know. Just quietly, and look at that. It's your boy, Jimmy. Um, it's your boy, Kama, quietly, Jimmy. And he says, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, just quietly, though, Jeff, he is the biggest Sting fan I've ever known. Okay. For real. Swell. I'm not kidding. Tell okay. him, Jimmy, how much of a Sting fan you were. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the biggest. He okay. used to love Sting. All right. Move it along. Jeff. Move you it want along. Me to move on. Is that how it goes? Look at this prick. Anyway, let's move on to Hook. Because Hook is interviewed and says he doesn't care about Daddy Magic wait, wait, or wait. Matt Maynard Hold and on. Cool Hand Ange. You know who I do what? respect? Lexi Nair. Oh, yes. Please do tell. That's that's my dollar club winner of this show, of Rampage. 
Fair enough. She says, I loved him and I hate you, Jeff. Yeah, tell him. Get in line. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to, is it, was there anything else you wanted to mention about it? Uh, no, it just she looked great. And uh, and Hook still is boring and stupid. And he walks three paces. And speaking of boring and stupid, Ever-Eyes come over and they go, where'd that little creep go? Where'd he go? And she goes, he's literally right over there. Yeah. Hey, wasn't Ever-Eyes the ones that used to actually go on uh, the Don Tony and Kimmy Castle show and do a little promo at the start of the show, if you remember? I don't remember and I don't know. So I can neither confirm nor deny that. But there's okay, lots of I'm things I forget. Sure. Well, anyway, Hook actually spoke more than one word for once, but big deal. He sounds like a little girl, to be honest. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm, I'm being serious. You know what, Hook? Don't talk anymore, bro, please. Anyway, we get uh, Matt Maynard and Cool Hand and Angelo Parker <laughs> gunning for his FTW title. For whatever reason, this title is quickly becoming the 24-7 championship of AEW, Jeff. Mm -hmm. It yeah, just feels that way. Well, it... In fairness, it never really was more than crap anyway, and and it was right. Well, it just a goofy way to try to create some false privity between ECW and AEW. Yeah, wannabes. Anyway, um, anyway, nothing much more to really say other than they flip out a little bit, and uh, yeah, nothing much to go. To, I mean, to I'm say not, other than that. You know, it's going to be pretty soon before we see the entire Jericho Appreciation Society jumping on hook. I mean, because they have to be in everything. Yes. Right, of course. Because they don't have anyone different. else on the roster. Well, at least they're going for someone different, dude, other than the same old sort of uh, plot of characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, sense fine. Hook needs to move on to something else, and he could, he could, these two jabrons can job. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, we move on to Ryan Nemeth, who's actually Dolph Ziggler's little brother, coming out and shoots all over Cleveland, even though that's where he's from, despite growing up there. Uh, Wardlow is also such from a typical, such a. I mean, basically, he just took the, the Miz's greatest hits from his anti Cleveland thing. Another Cleveland guy. Right. Yeah. I mean, sure. he literally took the anti Cleveland thing from when he was doing that program with Logan Paul last year. And uh, he just goes on to say basically that the Cleveland Browns suck. True. And yeah, he, he ain't wrong. <laughs> right, exactly. And what a shitty name. And it is. <laughs> anyway. Sure is. Warlow named after the, the last name of the owner who sold the team and bought the Cincinnati Bengals. Another pretty shitty team, actually. Though they did go to the Super Bowl last year, but still historically shitty. Um, oh, well. And well, they still don't change the goddamn apparently. name. Right. From Brown. <laughs> I know, that's weird, right? So they're both teams have got a history, really, together? Other than being from Ohio? Pr privity of ownership and, and, yeah, both in Ohio. Wow. I mean, is it real hate? like sort of rivalry between them two because i never got that vibe anyway uh i mean both teams have bigger rivalries with pittsburgh and baltimore that's what i'm saying right yeah that's so weird. that's all yeah i mean listen ohio state is is really the king of ohio that's true too <laughs> but the, the nfl teams suck even though like you said the Bengals were in the super bowl but anyway who cares about ohio because we're not from there. No. So, but but speaking of Ohio anyway, we get Warlow coming out. He's also from Cleveland. As ne Nemeth calls him a loser and a two-pump chump. Rightio. Anyway, Warlow ends up defeating Ryan Nemeth to retain his TNT championship as Warlow quickly destroyed this poor little sap with the Powerbomb Symphony. To be, to be exact, it was four Powerbombs. 
as Chris Sabian and Jay Liesel's crew were watching from the stage. We get to see Smelly Chris Sabian, according to Kurt Angle. Jeff. Chris Sabian. Not Sabian. Chris Sabian. Oh, it was Chris Sabian. Sorry, you're right. My bad. Yeah, you, you're making him Kip Sabian. Motor, motor, yeah. Look, Chris, motor City Machine Guns. Motor City, yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. Well, I mean, what, Sorry, I, what I'm I used really, to it. Chris Sabian is ridiculously small. He's small and he's thin. And yeah, short. I mean, he smaller than Sanjay Dutt. I mean, if if this was like to to like look like we should be worried about the outcome of this match, like Wardlow should be worried. I mean, Tony Khan really. I mean, there must be something wrong. Like he must see like reverse images. He must see like Wardlow as being like really really tiny, and Chris Sabin as being like Satnam Singh. Like he probably sees Satnam Singh and sees, sees like uh, like Tyrion Lannister or something. Um, it, I, I don't know. This this whole thing was nothing. Chris Chris Sabin got no reaction. Nobody recognized him. He he looks like Orange Cassidy if he didn't brush his hair. Even worse than that, I dare say. You might be uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I I've never given a shit about um, Chris Sabin. I've always never really been a fan of his. Although, and now the show can't Shelley. be bothered because he you know he he does his uh, physical therapy. His real he job does. There. That's yeah. true. He also takes care of old people at old people's homes apparently as well. Well, I think he's a geriatric physical therapist. So he he got a physical therapy degree. Oh, maybe he never passed it. Maybe he just does assistant. Look, whatever, whatever it is, his his real job is more important because remember he works for Impact and they pay nothing. Yeah, and he didn't. He wasn't he supposed to retire anyway? I remember because he's of his job. retired at least three times in the last five years. Right, I remember. But anyway, uh, anyway, we did. I guess yeah. Shelley was busy working. Whatever he was doing. Obviously, Dynamite wasn't important enough. I mean, not Dynamite, sorry. Rampage wasn't important enough. But anyway, nevertheless, I'm kind of looking forward to that matchup. I don't mind the machine guns as a team. But I'm I mean, match-wise, anyway. the quality it is be better. A banger. But yeah. But it, it, it's a nothing match. It's not important. It, it's meaningless. It's not It's not a feud that's being resolved. It's There's no titles on the line, although there's plenty of titles in this group. And we know, well, I know, deep in my heart, the only reason they did this substitution is because they tried and tried and tried, and no matter what, Wardlow could not could not powerbomb Satnam Singh. And so I said, this ain't going to work, because that's the whole purpose of this thing. Exactly. And I still think he might not be able to powerbomb Satnam Singh on his own. Well, that's the thing. Ah. We can see you now, Jimmy. We can as see you now. Fact. Oh, my God. You, you I'm Not sure why you disappeared, but, yeah, you did. You've, you've, but good you've on him. won the metaverse. At least he freaking understands how to do it, though. Yeah, he reads the instructions. People, do what he does, and you'll get your name. Why don't you tell them show. what to do? Don't say do what he does. What I do don't need. Do? I don't need to tell them what to do. It tells you on our description what to do. It's Nobody reads those things. It's like terms follow and conditions. Follow the prompts. Follow the prompts for Christ's sake. I like to think we have. I mean, smart if they read, fans. if they read anything, they would know that we sell all their data to to the Russians. <laughs> We do, we do for a lot of ripples. For a lot of ripples, because you know ripples are worth a lot. Damn right they are. I'm a millionaire in Zimbabwe. That's right. I am legit. One dollar will make you a million Zimbabwe ripples. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? That's great. You are you are an excellent money converter. I am. I am. Yeah. Very. Jimmy Forex. That's your name, Jimmy Forex. Jimmy Forex, absolutely. Anyway, speaking of money, we get tensions escalating backstage within the Andrade family office, Jeff, 
as Andrade and Rush point the finger at Private Party for recently losing, and Private Party returns the favor. Andrade warns them that everything has consequences and then walks off. Not this is so bad. The, the only thing that could have made it worse would be the butcher and the blade, the cardboard cutout standing there again. I'm down for that. Yeah. Not renewed. Non renewed. <laughs> I mean, and, there's, and you know what sucks? And, I'm, and I feel bad for our listeners and viewers. What can we really talk about here, man, other than they're making Andrade and Rush look like a, a, a pair of fools? I mean, See, it would have been funny if they said, Playing the roles of the Butcher and the Blade tonight will be Arn and Brock Anderson. Well, <laughs> please, Jeff, don't 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 say weird shit like that because you know what happens; it ends up happening. Anyway, nothing much to write home about other than the- it's terrible. And- Andrade yeah. and Roosh are in a feud with Dragon Lee, who doesn't work for AEW, and they're in a feud and they're brothers with, with Roosh. Right, I, I suppose they're still in something with the Lucha Brothers, though. Maybe that's over. I don't. I don't really know. I'm not sure. Yes. Um, and with Private Party, but apparently the Butcher and the Blade, which don't win anything either, they're they're okay. They're they're cool. It's a one happy family, apparently. So let's just move on from that because next we get Powerhouse Hobbs defeating Ashton Day, and there's not much to say other than this was a squash, as you might expect, Jeff. As it should Hobbs be. put him away with a spine buster, and that was it. Yeah, it was fine. This was fine. I mean, the Wardlow match was fine. And listen, finally, Wardlow's defending his TNT title, you know, against the Jabroni, which would have been I fine still, six months ago. Right. But I still forget that he's TNT champion, believe it or not. And you know what? I dare I say I forgot there's even a TNT championship in AEW right now. Well, they've done everything to make you forget about it. I mean, ever ever since he's won it, they, they you know, basically, they let NJF steal his thunder, you know, while he quit. Um, and, and they've screwed him ever since in, in doing anything other than defending his title in, in important positions. So, I mean, Ryan Nemeth would have been a perfectly good TV first, you know, easy challenge. But, like, by now, he should be facing, you know, not Ryan Nemeth. He should be facing, I don't know, Buddy Matthews or, you know, Butcher. Or, well, he already beat Butcher. You know, or Jake Hager or something. Whatever. I, well, he's beat him, too. I don't know. Whatever. There's people he should be, he should be facing. Where's, where's Scorpio Sky, Jeff? Where's uh, Ethan Page, Jeff? Where, um, where, what happened to all those guys? Did they just magically go bye-bye? A Scorpio Sky, non-renewed. Ethan Page, apparently Stokely Hathaway, has done the opposite of what he's supposed to do. He magically got <laughs> Yeah. Whatever happened to that? He, yeah, he misunderstood his what he was hired to do. Yeah. Oh, well. Shit happens, I guess, for poor yeah. old Ethan. Um, after the match, the factory is showing backstage beating the hell out of Ricky Starks. Starks is bleeding from the mouth as cute team Martial punches him in the face with a foreign object. No, we've only got one foreign object, and that's Jeff Lippman, by the way. That's right. <laughs> I put his watch over his... Yes, his I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. But as you said, you already jumped the gun as he hits him with the watch as Hobbs watches on from the ring, very pleased with what he sees, even though, to me, I didn't think he was that pleased. No, it's stupid. And why wouldn't you let a go-go hit him? He's a professional boxer, silver medalist or something. Of course. But, I mean, Don't what, let what, the professional boxer hit a guy, for crying out loud. I mean, but, but what's the purpose of this? This is supposed to be a one-on-one blood feud, and they've mucked it up with, with this thing. So, like, this singles match, which should have heat on it, it it's being diluted, heat. which is what AEW always does. They, they, they insert, like, their little favorites into things, and they, they all have to have factions, 
and it, it, it dilutes the story. I mean, Hobbs doesn't need these clowns, and he shouldn't want them. He said, I was tired of you being okay with losing, and I'm a winner. Now he's hanging out with these losers to do his dirty work for him? Why? why? What? For, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit the character. It doesn't fit the story. Is Hobbs going to join the fact? Why would he join those jabronis? It, or are they going to let him, and he's, they're going to let him down, and he's going to turn face on them, so Starks and him are gonna, both going to be faces after Starks beats him, and that's how they're to resuscitate Hobbs? And then they get back together anyway, and we, we're going to pretend like nothing happened? Hug it out. That's it. Hug it out. That's the whole motivator. Um, that's the whole uh, catchphrase. I was never Absolutely. okay with losing. I was. I <laughs> wasn't trying to take your you spotlight. Home. I thought that you were enjoying the success. That I was. Oh, I was. I was jealous. I'm sorry. Hug it out, bitches. Hug it, it out. It was Taz's uh, fault. He sucks. <laughs> It was Hook's fault. He took my bell. <laughs> Hook stole my yeah, favorite this... hoodie. <laughs> this sucks, bro. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if somehow we do get them two back together because it ain't working. Well, I don't know. I, I, I just I, I, any. I mean, the factory adds nothing to nothing. All the factory should be should be five people in a row that that. You know, someone like Wardlow goes through as he's trying to establish himself. You know, that that's all. Or five people that pack beats, you know, in five consecutive weeks. Man. Yeah. Oh, this is so stupid. Maybe anyway, you have more right. trouble with a go-go. You know, whoever, whoever their top dog is supposed to be. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, speaking of top dogs, we get Jay Cargill who's backstage and challenges Athena to come take her TBS title at all out. This is funny to me. Athena attacks Cargill and they have to be separated by AEW officials. Athena, though, Jeff has no chance in it. Well, listen, you can't skip over the only entertaining part, the most entertaining part of the show, besides Lexi Nair going, he's literally right there. And that is that Layla Gray starts to talk again over Jade, like, I like to talk over you. And she's like, excuse me, who are you? Shut up. I'm done with you. Get out of here. And then Kiara says something. She goes, in fact, I'm done with you, too. Take out the trash. So I think she fired Layla and maybe Kiara, but still had Kiara do one last errand for her. I'm not really sure what's going on there. And then she dismissed the, the interviewer. She says, I don't need you either. Bye-bye. Hello? I mean, she's, so she's so good on the mic. She looks so good. The only thing she can't do is really wrestle. Yeah. Luckily, neither can Athena. Yeah. And even though people think she's one of the best female workers on the planet, bro. She might be. Women can't wrestle. <laughs> oh, you're funny, man. You're still going on about that. Are you really? Just anyway, get okay. we've already discussed it. this. Unless it's, well, ja unless it's Japanese fetish shit, just get rid of it. <laughs> and I don't need to see well, the Japanese fetish shit. I'm not Kenny well, Omega. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it all. Well, whatever Scarlet did tonight, this, that, that's that's all all they need to do fair enough well you you ask for more females and you get more females because next we get our tay mellow and sammy guevara defeating ruby soho and ortiz i mean see people the next match proves my case and a Nothing that comes out this match. Match. no one cares Nothing about these match. titles no one cares about any of these people Ortiz from the inner circle, less important now than he ever was. He lost his best friend in the process. Anna Jay, no heat on her. 
hot as hell and nobody wants to see her. I choke you. I choke you. Ruby Soho taking the job spots. You know, she's Dolph Ziggler. She's always looking at the lights. Ty Conte, nobody wants to see her. Sammy Guevara is in the same position he was the day he joined the inner circle, basically being Jericho's lackey, dealing with his feuds, and, and nobody likes him. And getting into uh, getting into more trouble. Like when we first met Sarian Guevara, uh, he, he got in <laughs> trouble with the Sasha Banks thing. Then he got in trouble with something else, oh, with his fiance, and then the Tay Conti thing. And now he's in trouble with Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston's in trouble with him. And I'm sure I'm sure that's just the tip of the Sammy Guevara uh, iceberg because he seems like the kind of kid that that should. Or he he's sort of always in the high of, eye of the storm. That's true. That's true. But he's still a kid. He's got a lot to learn. He's 27. And he's not a kid anymore. Is he? He's 27 now. Really? He might be 28. Look it up. I will, actually. Uh, let's let's find out just to be sure. Yeah, let's find out just um, to be sure. Sammy, I'm going to say 26. My, I'm going to go prediction. with turning 28 shortly, within three months. Oh, I think you're right, dude. Um, let's see. He is. Uh, he's 29. Turning... 30 next year. He just oh, turned 29. 29. He's almost 30. He's practically dead. <laughs> Come on. Jesus Christ. 29. Jeez, we were both wrong. But under prices right rules, I still win. Dun, dun, da, da. I was pretty off by a mile this time. I should have the little song playing in the background next time. Remind me to cue that up. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, that sucks. I mean, 29 years old and still thinks like a 10-year-old, I guess. I mean... I mean, he's still young. Let's be honest, Jeff. He technically is compared I, to us. Yeah, but I mean, he's not. Listen, he's at the point where Han Solo can call him a kid, but he's not the point where he's actually a kid. He, he's an. Oh, adult. you're right. That's that's true. But, no, but, by, by, thir- so. by, by thirty, I was married, about to have my first kid, and I was about to make partner. That's true, and that's what you normally do, right? That's how it normally is. That's the normal no, sort of way. And people. Most people. <laughs> yeah, you probably were. <laughs> I, I was. I'm not now. Don't lie. I was then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you motherfucker. Anyway, nothing much to re- to write on him about other than Guevara hit the springboard cutter for the three. And uh, yeah, didn't really care about this matchup at no, all. Nobody cared. The crowd didn't care. Um, nobody cared. But I will ask you before we move on do you think this um, Kingston. Guevara sort of thing going on. Could this escalate? Could we possibly get Kingston? Oh, I sure hope fired? so. I, saw, I, mean, I, I, hope so I hope it escalates, but I mean, you know, it's going to escalate into a girly slap fight because this, I mean, Kingston on site. I mean, he's basically like, you know, Jungle Boy and the Viking Raiders. It's, you know, on site means I talk a lot about the, how I'm going to kill you and continue talking about it. Right, you know, it's true. But uh, you know what? I'm surprised Guevara has come out publicly and said what he said, too. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I heard it. I heard it in his own voice. I heard it in other people's voices. I heard people put different in- intonations and inflections on it. But whatever it was, like, it sounded okay until it really didn't sound okay. <laughs> such a snitch, too. But anyway, he's such a sign of the times. Oh, like, it's cool. Well. It's like cool to snitch. And like it's 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 cool to politely be a douche now. That that that's the behavior of Gen Z is to politely be a douche. You know what's even sadder, man? Those motherfuckers get all the 
freaking cheeks to all the hot cheeks, mind you. No, I get all the hot cheeks. I don't know what well, you're talking Well, that's about. true too. You you get a, I've seen your your some of your lists. So. <laughs> I will vouch. Except yeah. for one. One was a bit weird, but, uh, you know. Oh, I, I have, I have, I've had my unfair share of, plenty of unhot checks. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from that. <laughs> I still can't do it properly. Um, we get exclusive footage he's shown of CM Punk in the trainer's room following his world championship loss against John Moxley. Punk doesn't know what's going on with his surgically repaired foot. But he does, he does say, I feel a little pain, whereas when I first broke it, I didn't feel anything. I don't know what that means. No, he, he said, I, I don't feel anything. Oh, when I broke oh, it, I didn't feel anything. One of the other. And, and, I, and I know what that means. And Doc Sam's is like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> cool cool <laughs> doctoring. <laughs> you, you, you pan the camera oh, with Doc, Sam, Doc Samson and Seth Rollins. <laughs> if only it was Dr. Kavorkian, if you remember who that is. Right. And then you see Will Ospreay in the nurse's outfit and, and attack Seth Rollins from behind. Well, or you see Stone Cold just pop up and say, leave it here, miss, or whatever he says to the nurse. Oh, yeah, I've got this nurse. And then, boom. <laughs> Takes the bedpan. Yeah, with the pan. With the big man with it. Oh, man. Yeah. How, what would dumb shit like? Back then, think about that. If that segment happened now with Stone Cold, Vince McMahon, and everybody, even the clown Mick Foley, we would be pissing on that today. We, I guarantee we, it. We, you can't have anything fun. You can't have anything fun anymore. You can't. We have would be pissing on it. I'm telling you, bro. We would be shitting on that segment right now. Whereas back then, we loved it. So that's why, even when they try to do something that's like could be edgy, like maximum male right, models right. could be edgy. It becomes it becomes cartoony and clownish and Yeah, stupid. see, maybe we are fickle after all, Jeff. Maybe Brian Danielson was right after all. Is it just us? Have we become that no like fickle, but no, no. Maximum like listen, if they went if they really went full velveteen dream, like you know, Dalton Castle and the boys It'd be one thing, but that it's could just, work. That it's would just, work. It's just, it's, just so, it's just so phony. The whole thing just it just feels phony. It feels feels forced. But it's funny. It's funny phony. If that makes any sense. Not to me, but maybe to you. That's okay. Different different people can like different things. That's it's a variety show. They don't like it, but since it's there, it's amusing for me. Okay. Not that I give a shit though. You know what I mean? It's just I I'm indifferent to it. I don't hate it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. It's okay that you like it or are indifferent to it. I, I, I find it negative. I, to me, it's, it's. Listen, I was giving a chance. I was like, let's see how it plays out. I mean, I like uh, what's your name, Sophia Cromwell, Maxine Dupree. I mean, beautiful. I, you know, I, I like that she seems to be ready, ready to get down with anybody who's not part of her little crew. Like she liked hit Rose music. She likes the attention right. from Los Lotharios. Like she's a know, little she's, slut. She's Jeff, obviously the loyalty weak link there. She's a little whore. That's what she is. She's well, a dirty she little likes, whore. That that makes sense. She likes to get down with the get down. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, true. If she wants to take it, that. but a whole team of guys at all means. That's 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 South Beach right there. Come on, it's just Miami Beach. <laughs> just want to have fun, just getting tricky with it. No, 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 no. Oh no, she's just a spit roast. It's all good. Just a piece of pork. Anyway, let's move on from pork. Yeah, well, well, in your case, maybe it should be kosher, right? I mean, I don't, I don't keep kosher. You don't eat kosher? 
No, I mean, no, really? I don't keep kosher. I mean, like, like, do I eat like I like kosher pickles? I, you know, I like kosher hot dogs. Isn't kosher just like halal? Yeah, same thing. It's blessed. It's drained of blood. It, it's also it, it's more than that, but I, I I don't know exactly what more than that is. Well, anyway, that's awesome. we're talking about kosher and halal foods. Anyway, right here on the PWC network. <laughs> I, I, eat, I eat tons of shell. I don't know why, why anyone would think that I'm kosher or halal. I'm nothing. Let's not go there, Jeff. <laughs> All right, let's not go there. Let's not go there, Mr. Lipman. I'm not. I'm not let's... Abraham or Ibrahim. <laughs> How do you say Lincoln? Anyway. Anyway, Lipnos, that's right. Lipnos. Jeffrey are Lipnos. You, are you talking to Douglas again? Yes, he's calling you Douglas, by the way. Are you talking to Douglas again? Yeah, it was her that actually said that, Lipnos. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, we get your favorite segment, actually, Jeff. We get Mark Henry interviewing Claudio Costagnoli and Dustin Rhodes ahead of their main event match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh... And then I saw the maintenance crew was standing in the back, and then I realized it was Arn Anderson and Brock Anderson. <laughs> yeah. This was bad. It was bad interviews, bad everything, but we get into the matchup anyway. Thank God. Well, it's, well, it's like, wheel of you to like somebody's stupid nephew. They're like, yeah, I told my sister to I'd take her kid around. And yeah. like, he's still here three weeks later. But fist bump. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even do nothing. Did he do anything of encouragement? He, he, they had one fist, but he does he does nothing. He emits nothing. Him him and Brock Anderson are exactly nothings. Oh, look, I would say that uh is much, much, much better than Brock Anderson. Let's be honest. I mean, they both add zero. They both add absolutely zero to to a show, to a segment, to anything. Is Yuda right. well, a better wrestler than Brock Anderson? Yes. Oh, but do yeah, I absolutely. want but do I want let's see, on a scale of Zero to a hundred. How much do I want to see Brock Anderson wrestle or on my TV in any capacity? Zero. On a scale of zero to a hundred, how much do I want to see Wheeler Yuta wrestle or be on my TV in any capacity? Also zero. It's all about the zeros, baby. It's all about well, the zeros. Speaking of zeros, anyway, Costagnoli ends up defeating Dustin Rhodes and retaining Ring of Honor World Championship. Meanwhile, weren't we uh, supposed as... to get the natural Dustin Rhodes? So why the fuck what does he, he have his face painted up? Oh, we got golden dust or blue dust, blue ball. Yeah, we got, we got blue ball, we got dust and rose, crystal blue persuasion, or you know, <laughs> crystal blue persuasion. We got breaking bad dust. Breaking bad dust. I wonder what type of dust they're breaking. Actually, remember Jeff. they made the blue math? That was the whole thing. It was so pure, it was blue. I do, I do remember that. Actually, as a matter of fact, I mean, but that's not the natural <laughs> dust and rose. Natural dust and rose came in a long duster with with no no face paint on. Oh no, Jimmy's uh, pharmacist is it's calling. At that time, it's the pharmacist. It's the pharmacist. <laughs> why do you keep fucking doing dr drug-related things with me, Jeff? Stop saying. I that. don't know why. Why? Why wouldn't I do drug-related things with you? <laughs> That's another question. Why wouldn't you? But you, you obviously think I'm some fucking Don fucking Colion or something. I hope so. <laughs> Maybe I am, Jeff. Maybe yeah. I am. Well, it looks like I'm going to go to work. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> nah, but look, anyway. This match um, sucked. I didn't yeah, care. I was actually falling asleep. No, actually, I don't. I don't like DoorDash, yeah. to be fair. 
especially if it's like McDonald's involved. I'd rather just drive up the road and get some McDonald's myself. Oh, yeah. what about emergency emu? <laughs> um, I'm sure there's some somewhere you Dingo can go to emu. No, 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 there's no dingo delivery. I know, right? Where's kangaroo delivery? You'd think, yeah, wait, there's kangaroo dash, kangaroo dash. That's right, it's all in the pouch. Wait a minute, don't you guys have kangaroo dash? I don't think so. I thought you did. Uh, well, there is a kangaroo dash, but no one cares there better be. about them. There is, there is, there's With door our dash. special thermal pouches <laughs> to keep I've the been cold, one of those pouches. hot, hot. It's very nice, very nice. If <laughs> very it's not warm. fresh when you get it, you get your money back. At some time, it smells like eggs. At our discretion. <laughs> yeah, it smells like eggs down there, just quietly. Nah. Hey, you don't want to get close to them, man. No shit. So how long have you lived in a kangaroo's pouch that you know this? Um, well, as you can see, I'm in the kangaroo right now. See? It's, like, it's a bit dark. It's a little darkish. And anyway, what are we talking about this you're shit? You're on drugs. You gotta be when you, you jump. Think you're pouches. in a kangaroo pouch. <laughs> you're having some sort of mushroom trip right now. <laughs> I'm flying. No, but anyway, Jeff, oh, what a weird way to... Right, right, right. Yeah. This, yes, this... exactly. Okay. The only part of this match that matters is they're going way too long, and Dustin Rhodes tries to do uh, what, what they call those things, like a leapfrog over Claudio. Yes, and he doesn't get high enough, or Claudio doesn't get low enough. Oh and, yeah, and that Claudio's, looks funny, dude. He ran into his nuts. That's right. That Dustin's was legit, dude. That right was legit. Into Claudio's nuts, and it's totally that wasn't a meant to happen. Match. That was right. a fucking botch. Right. Absolutely, I laughed at that. I was pointing that out. I was saying it to you, D two. Okay, he ran into his nuts. Right. Right. Two six four and five. And that's when the match ended too. Leapfrogs. <laughs> I mean, so a total botch spot. But, but by these two guys that between them have like fifty five years of professional experience, and. Dude. They botch when they're only short on a match that doesn't need to be competitive. Dustin should have just tapped out. No, they couldn't possibly do it. Of course, they have to do something heroic, so they couldn't even make him pass up. So then they're out of time, and it's like, dudes, it's 11 o'clock. So Claudio gives him <laughs> one of those pop-up uppercuts, which is not a finisher, and that finishes at the end. And Arn Anderson apparently is mad that Dustin uh, didn't uh, use his killer instinct to try to kill Claudio. Forgetting the fact that Dustin almost passed out from like the the face lock that was cutting off his breathing, you know, just like twelve seconds earlier. So of course he should have. I mean, this whole thing that like their insistence on like doing these turn like macro stories in micro time, like at the very end of shows when they don't know how to manage time. They really don't, man. And about things we don't care about. No one cares about Dustin. No one cares about Arn Anderson. No one cares about Brock Anderson. Nobody cared about Dragon Lee. I mean. Like they might have had those guys been together for seven months on the, you know, or an AEW for two and a half years, so we could have seen them six times together. You're right, but this is AEW where there's no like there's no context to anything. Like, I mean, yeah, what, Adderall, exactly what happened at that staff meeting? Tony said, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get the people who don't deserve to be on TV on TV again. It was like, Hooray, you know what, you know what, Rampage actually reminds me of, Jeff. It reminds me of like if, if. If Dynamite was three hours, right? Like legit three hours, mm -hmm. this would be hour number two. I, I mean, what it should be is it should be like seven to eight. It should be like the warm up. Right. But if 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 we had a three hour show, it would remind me of our like hour number two. It would be the lull period, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I mean, 
listen, the Wardlow match was fine. It's it's several months too late. The Hobbs match was fine. I mean, the uh, a few weeks too late, mind you, right. as well. The factory stuff is stupid and, and adds nothing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say, yay, they're pretending with the Ring of Honor title, but why? I mean, and does, does Stephen Regal add anything? Does Arn Anderson add anything? He's a man, Jeff. Caprice a real Coleman. man. I mean, Caprice Coleman is a boring commentator. He's like a golf commentator doing wrestling. Well, to be fair, and I like Ian, but so is Ian Riccoboni, dude. Yeah, but he's the he's the play-by-play. Caprice is supposed to be the color commentator. He's supposed to add the energy. Well, clearly he's sucking better dick than Ian is because he keeps getting the... <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, because that's what runs through my mind. I'm thinking, why aren't they bringing back Ian, but we're always getting Caprice? His ask is less. Maybe. Well, I'm sure it would be, I guess. You know what I mean? But it would bother me if I was Ian, just quietly. Maybe. Not stirring it up or anything, but, you know. Maybe Ian said, listen, until you're ready to give me a job, you know, every week with a full-time salary, I got to do what I'm doing now to pay my bills. I, I can't fly out there, you know, once a week. I guess so. I mean, I, I have friends with him on Facebook. Job. I know he's got a family. He's got a baby. Yeah, he does. Right. And he always seems to be happy to be spending time with his family and his kids, obviously. so He seems yeah, to be I mean, a very chipper fella, that, that Ian Rickard. Oh, very. I'm sure, he extremely... goes to, I'm sure he goes to some Lutheran church every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. he's a. What do we call here in Australia? A soft cock, in other words. <laughs> That's what we call him here, man. He's a soft cock, dude. He's just a, you know, he's a snuffy. He's a... Yeah. Keep, keep coming with those words that nobody knows what they mean. It's awesome. Well, in other words, he's just like, you know, your regular dude, very soft-hearted, wouldn't hurt a fly, yeah. goes to church every Sunday, like you right. said. Like, like, you know, should yeah, be in a horror movie, guy. like Children of the Corn or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the one getting killed, you know what I mean? Like, well, Of course. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, like he's on the, 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 you know, on the PTA, assistant principal, his <laughs> wife is, you know, president of the PTA, uh, you know, assistant mayor of a town of 6,000. Oh, 100%. Like he's in... He's in that, you know, the green leafy suburbs of like, you know, the good, the good old American dream. He's a volunteer house, pastor you know? at the church. Absolutely. They both work Absolutely. at the soup kitchen, you know. 100%. <laughs> volunteer for everything, dude. Absolutely yeah, they, everything. They put up flyers for every lost dog and cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, your typical one. snowflake. All right. How's that? Organize the cul de sac, uh, you know, garage sale, yeah. lawn party. <laughs> And I'll picture it. I really do. Because when you look at Facebook. It's a lawn party. (laughs) I've got cookies. (laughs) Oh, dude. If someone said that to me, it's a freaking garage sale. All right, motherfuckers. Stop it. Lawn party. Do they really do that now? Is that that a thing? Oh, yeah. When people move. And yeah, they they have. A lawn party, though. Oh no, no of course. That, garage sales the, happen every year all the time, too. That's just how you try to draw people into a garage sale. You say it's a lawn party. Like you, have lemon, it you have lemonade and cheap cookies, and you say it's a Oh, yeah, well, that's that's typical. That's typical Americana right there, Jeff. You know, the lemonade, the cookies. Here in Australia, they'll give you a cold one. In other words, like a VB beer. You know what I mean? Come and check out my garage sale, mate. Come on. Buy everything. What are you buying? What are you selling? <laughs> you know croc what I'm saying? tongues. There probably is croc tongues. Oh, look, you know what? Some garage sales, you can find shit for absolutely dirt cheap that you wouldn't expect. Which is cool. I haven't been one in many years, though. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Claudio is going to suffer um, long-term damage to his castagnolis. 
If I was him, I would so change his name. Like, it's just too, like... To Cesaro? <laughs> too, well, Cesaro. That's what he changed it to initially. You know what I mean? Why not just go back to Cesaro, man? Because they already that. have the Scissor Daddy. Oh, yeah. Scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah. Right. But I can't help but notice since he's jumped over to AEW, he's just been exposed. He's... he's, he's... Vince was I don't right, know Jeff. whoever thought he wasn't. I, I don't. I, I. I don't understand. Like everyone gets really hyped over How's good wor- good workers who have real? nothing, who don't fulfill the other parts of, of of the job. I mean, he looks the part, he works the part, but he can't talk. He can't talk, and neither can this guy, who's actually real. Well, he's uh, missing his body. Yeah. Where'd you get this from? Where did this come from? I shit myself. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell is that? Is that from here? Your future. Where's that from? That, from that's, where? America? That's the shrunken oh, skull of her last your, boyfriend. This is from the States, as a matter of fact. I thought it looked like an alligator instead of a croc. Really? The, the front, obviously. Oh, yeah. It's Crocs got the more nose and the... Yes. Don't, don't the gators... Don't crocs have, like, two teeth that stick out that over their they lips? Do. And they and do. And alligators don't. They, and, yeah, they, they've got two teeth pointing out. You're right. Absolutely. And the, the snout yeah, they're, they're is much more point, pointed. Like more of a pointed snout. More of a point. Right. Exactly. The this this thing right here, yeah. this thing is an American alligator. From where? In Florida? Oh, it's a small. Wow. Well, it's got to be from Florida, right? Or Louisiana? Or Louisiana. Well, I know it's from the States because these old man, her dad, goes to, he used to go to America all the time for business. So, I went to the uh, United States and all he got her was this crappy shrunken alligator. No, head. I didn't even know I didn't even know this existed. I've never seen this before. Oh, that, that's her ex-boyfriend. Never. <laughs> Don't say that. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get you. I'll, <laughs> look at that. Why Put you your roll face. Yeah, well, it is kind of Gary, because this was real. It's real. So yeah, but alligator it's hunter right here. But it's dead, right? Yeah. Absolutely, it's dead now. From somewhere, you'll, you'll be okay, from, Jimmy. Tell, ask your dad where about in the states is that from in particular. It's a trip that he did when he quick, New Orleans. Quick. This, this oh, is New Orleans. Well, there you go, New Orleans around well, there. That Louisiana. is Louisiana, Louisiana, exactly, hundred percent. Okay. Well, my anyway, country. you do, you do. It, mm-hmm. Apparently, you know my country too, Jeff. I know everything. I'm a genius, eh? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one, Jeff. I like that one. That was very, very nice, very nice. But in saying that, since we're talking about absolutely nothing but Rampage. Well, that was Rampage. Rampage was... That was Rampage. It was sort of inoffensive, but completely unimportant. And I totally agree with you. So in saying that, Jeff, let's just take it home and tell them where they can find you, man. You can find me on some of these fine networks above you. Some of my shows are on all are on all on what <laughs> you're all right my there, shows buddy. are on some of those networks. Look, or I'm on cool. some shows there. What doesn't Jeffrey what doesn't know? Jeffrey know? I know. What doesn't know. Jeffrey know? It has to be a different show. People should send me questions and try to stop. That's a try, good try, actually. That's a good segue segment for Jeff. Try, if try, he's on try on to shows. stop the interim PW. You want to be the interim champion? Come at me, bros. As a matter of fact, Jeff, I think we should do something where you're like the Jim Cornette. Do you remember back in the day where he was on, uh, there goes my phone again, where he was in WWE, right? And he would 
talking about the state of professional wrestling at the time. It was a segment during Raw, if you remember. Yeah, I remember. We should do something like that with you on every show. Where it's like a quick five minutes of your distasteful shit of professional wrestling during the week. That I think like it would be great. Pro- that seems like the professor's lane, but yeah, we, we, we could think about that. That would work too. That would work as well. But I think you would be pretty good at it. I think I sprinkle it in during the show, but it's something to consider. So, uh, oh yeah, where can they find me? So, all right. So I've got a bunch of shows. They're often on a bunch of these networks. Obviously, the PWC and a lot of the PWC shows are on the PW Hustle, the Hustle. Media Group. Not and, anymore. They're gone. Uh, well, the Hustle may, may or may not be the fun. We're not exactly there. They disappeared. Uh, you cannot find them right now, so don't even look for them. They're not there. Occasionally, I'm even on a Channel Attitude show, usually as a sub, but occasionally I'm there. This week, you could have found me on the Dollar, Dollar uh, Club Wrestling Podcast as well. Um, Hammerlock Hangover is is my wrestling podcast that doesn't involve Jimmy, which is with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. It's on this very network. Um, this it week has we involved had... Jimmy twice, though, just quietly. What's that? It has involved I mean? yeah. Jimmy twice. That's right. Yeah, that's true. He's been on twice. <laughs> Once is sort of just sort of like my background, sort of like backup really sidekick. Mean. The other time, more of a full-throated, full-fledged co-host. Um, that's true. And this week we had uh, at Banana Williams Unpeeled from Zero News. So uh, had a in-depth business conversation. Uh, my non-wrestling podcasts are Garden of Doom and Garden Views, both on this Garden of Doom feed. Garden of Doom is more esoteric uh, mythology, things that go bump in the night, pop culture, vampires, UFOlogy, stuff like that. And Garden Views is more topical, cannabis law, uh, trademarks, copyrights, doing a show on the moon that's coming up pretty soon, going to do a show on estate taxes and things like that. So it's 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 very different shows, but they're they're both, uh, they'll make you smarter and they're interesting. Just trust me, people, check them out. And you can check them out on the BWC. And we're almost current. Oh, he's coming, he's coming. He's bombarded me, folks. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, I've learned how to upload the things myself, so I'm uploading them and I... <laughs> It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm much more current than I thought it was because I was misnumbering things. Some, somehow I thought I did 20 more episodes than I did. <laughs> oh, what? Really? Yeah. What, what I did wow. is I added the, the number of Garden Views to Garden of Doom, and I started numbering the Garden of Dooms in the 130s, but I'm not. I'm like at 116 or something like that. Yeah, no, I've, other than the skirmish, I've totally lost track of what numbers we're at with the other shows, like this one, for example. The skirmish, okay. for some reason, I've, I've remembered consistently because that's what we started with but anyway in saying that if you want to follow me on twitter you can at the pwc network and also at dj mass effects please like subscribe at the pwc network at the at network.pubbing.com which it says up there just above me also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com hamin media group and the blowoffpod.com so in saying that, I'm the real PWC world champion, Jimmy T. He's the interim PWC champion in Jeff Littman. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Carnage right here on the PWC Network. Arrivederci. Interim championships are in and stay evil, my friends.
Claudio Castagnoli, Dustin Rhodes, who will leave Rampage as the Ring of Honor World Champion. He's got that cross face in there so deep. At the bridge of the nose, makes it hard to breathe, hard to see. And it's wrenching at your neck at the same time. Coming up this Wednesday, live at 8 Central on TBS, it's AEW Dynamite. We'll hear from the newly crowned, undisputed AEW World Champion, John Moxley. American Dragon, Brian Danielson, Jake Hager go one-on-one. -on -one. And ahead of the AEW Interim Women's World Championship match at All Out, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter will team up to take on Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. And the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament Dynamite Final, United Empire versus the Elite. And then one week from tonight on Rampage, the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament Rampage Final, it is Best Friends and Orange Cassidy versus Dark Orders. Claudio Cassioli, big elbow. Yeah, those forearms and elbows from Claudio are very, very effective. Every single one, perfectly on the butt. And that shows you the, the heart and, and the, the actual incredible stamina of Dustin Rhodes. Those uppercut forearms are lethal. Extremely lethal when delivered by Claudio. Man, hook back to back. Oh, short arm lariat there by Dustin Rhodes. Claudio taking it down again. Is this Dustin Rhodes' chance to finally capture a world championship? And Claudio sent to the outside. Claudio tried to land on his feet, but to no avail. And now the opportunity exists for the challenger. Dustin, the cannonball. Lord Regal, Dustin Rhodes wrestling with a tremendous sense of urgency now. Yes, because there's a world championship on the line. And the ROH World Championship is a championship that is coveted by any competitor. Dustin promised the best Dustin Rhodes, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Here we go, here we go. And he's delivering it. I don't care what he promised yesterday. What he's doing right now is all that matters. And right now, he's pressing the issue against the champion. Dustin taking a moment to collect himself, but Claudio closes the distance. Walked right into the boot of the natural. Dustin, look at that hook on Rona. Off the middle rope. From the veteran who's north of 50, who's got 30 plus years in the business, is looking to try to close this deal. Code red, two, no! I think that was the closest near fall for Dustin in this match. It's the impact and closed pin. So hard to get out of and recover at the same time. You saw Wheeler Yuta looking on. Also Brock Anderson, two of the great young stars here in all elite wrestling. And they are ringside from master class. That hot shot like Eddie Gilbert. Claudio really swung with that lariat now. The cover again. I tell you what, the shoulder and the neck of Dustin Rose is taking so much problems. Look at the ear. Claudio. Hopefully that doesn't knock Claudio's equilibrium out in any way. That's exactly what I was thinking. Well, especially when Claudio likes to employ that giant swing, which could be coming up. Great point. He's calling for it. You should be a prophet. The fans love it. They want to see it. Here he is. And the equilibrium looks A-OK -okay for Claudio Castagnoli. Shades of Don Leo Jonathan Ladies with a and giant swing. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell you the pain and the pressure that that puts on every joint in your lower body. Claudio the cover and a near fall. Transition in play. He's going back to that cross face. Dead center in the middle of the ring. The cross face locked in. Dustin Rhodes on the verge of tapping out. High on the forehead, puts more pressure on the neck. Now he's back under. The hands across the mouth affecting the breathing yeah. of Dustin Rhodes. Yes. Champion has the advantage. He's closing it out. And he's putting all the pressure he can on the bright red face. Too high. 
Roman. Dustin reverses. Smart reversal. Power slam, tremendous counter by Dustin Rhodes. And now Dustin. He sat back with it. It was almost like a power bomb. Oh, and now Claudio kicking out. It's good enough for a near fall. You don't get paid on near falls, Caprice. That's one thing about it. All right. This doesn't have to regroup. This is a little frustrating for yeah. me being here because I can't call out things to Claudio. And I'm getting a little envious of Arn Anderson being in the position he's in. Yeah. Great man to be in your corner as well. Look the best. Justin Rhodes. Ah, Sam oh, finish it. Everybody knows what that means. Claudio. Backs Dustin Rhodes up to the ropes, looks for the trip. Dustin avoids it once again. Leap from Oh! Deep! Inadvertent low blow looked to me like. Was it inadvertent or did it? I don't think he was. No, that, that set was, out to, no absolutely. He didn't, didn't set out to do that at all. That, that, that's just it. Referee Paul Turner has ruled the low blow unintentional, so the match will continue. You see Arn Anderson trying to press the sense of urgency with Dustin Rhodes. Claudio, he's hurting, but he lands the uppercut. He just cracked Dustin Rhodes and scored the win. What a recovery for Claudio Castagnoli. The winner of this match and still Ring of Honor World Champion, Claudio Castagnoli. Art Anderson dismayed by the lack of urgency from the natural Dustin Rhodes, but nonetheless, Claudio Castagnoli survives the challenge and remains the Ring of Honor World Champion. This is the land of the Giants here tonight. You're right, brother. We found out this past Wednesday night at Dynamite, it will be Powerhouse Hobbs and Absolute Ricky Starks one-on-one -on -one at All Out Live on Pay-Per-View Sunday, September 4th. Yeah, I tell you, Ricky gave a very impassionate speech on Wednesday. And his opponent, Ashton Day. I'm, I'm pulling for Ashton Day. I'm thinking this is his night tonight, I'll tell you what. Something tells me, guys, Oh, 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 wow. I was going to say, just stay out of the big man's way, but... to change your mind, Chris. Uh, too, too late to stay out of the big man's way. Ashton Day tried to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Powerhouse Hobbs and paid the price. Rise again, little fighter. You can do it, Ashton. Powerhouse Hobbs is just mean. Well, as Ricky Starks found out firsthand when Hobbs laid that clubbing shot across the side of Starks' head. That was nasty. That was just nasty. Yeah, and I was right there for that. He said, go get Ricky. He just said that right there. Yeah, well, what's left of him to go get Ricky? In his mind, everybody that he's facing is oh. Starks as he mimics the pose. Oh, wow. He's going to break his neck. He's going to break his back. He's going to break him completely, like Dolph Lundgren in Rocky IV. Hey, look, listen, this thing is over here, this match. This match is over. You wait and see, Shavonic. Man, spine on the pine, there's the three count, it's over. Glad I didn't call DraftKings on Aston no, Day, I'll match. tell you that. Powerhouse Hobbs. That's what you call a tail whipping. It's what you call a message sent to Ricky sure. Starks Absolutely. ahead of all out, as we know. Bring that dog back here, come on. <laughs> oh, look at this. What's this hey, about? Powerhouse, I told you my word is my bond, and you will not have to worry about Ricky Starks making it to All Out. Boy! I told him this one was on the house. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! Jeez, with that watch! And that stupid bowling Let's go, guy. Starts bleeding from the mouth. 
The watch wrapped around the hand, the cheap shot by QT Marshall, and Hobbs liking what he sees. Well, QT in the factory doing the dirty work for Powerhouse Hobbs. I have, I have something to say, Justin. That's okay. You know, the best part about growing up in Cleveland is leaving Cleveland. What? What a jerk. Jeez. I did what all of you wish you could do. The first chance I got, I packed my bags and I moved to a real city. And Ryan Nemeth became the Hollywood Hawk. You can cheer for me, it's okay. Let's go, Hawk. Let's, Let's go, Hawk. Come on, Jeff. Let's go, Hawk. He doesn't even live in Hollywood, he lives in Pacoima. Don't boo me. I see what you cheer for. You people cheer huh. for the worst team in the history of the NFL, the Cleveland. He's not Browns. Oh, it makes you want to puke. Jeez Louise. Speaking of uh, Cleveland's own. Oh, no, it is a real hometown here. You're damn right it is. A beast, an athletic beast who seems unimitable. And his opponent from Cleveland, Ohio, weighing 277 pounds, he is the TNT champion. Well, it's a rare thing when you get to come to your hometown, but it is an amazing experience. And these Clevelandites, Clevelanders, they're excited to see their hometown hero. Gonna rip somebody apart here tonight on Rampage. Lord Lowe making a lot of people proud. There's abilities in the ring, how he conducts himself as a champion. Oh, wait a second, look at this. Up on the ramp. Whoa. Look at that guy. That's Chris Saban along with Sanjay Dutt, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal. Saban, one half of Impact Wrestling's Motor City Machine so, Gun. This is about me. Hey! Hey! Wardlow! Don't Emmett worry about them. This is about me and my title shot right now. And to be honest, I don't know what these people, I don't know if this company sees in you. I should be champ. I deserve the gold. Yeah. I should be TNT champ. Well, you got your I'm chance. the star. I'm the local boy who did good. I'm the hunk. You are just like everyone here. You're a loser. You're a nobody. You're a two-pump jump. You're Jeez. a pathetic, disgusting. Oh, oh my God. Oh, the headbutt. Wow. You can almost feel it. The hunk just got headbutted. It didn't look good for him. Isn't Hollywood also called La La Land? Wow, there's oh, the oh, and the, that's where the hunk is right now. The windup, and remember the blockbuster announcement from Dynamite this past Wednesday night. It will be Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns from Impact Wrestling at All Out Live on pay-per-view Sunday, September 4th. I'm still hoping that Nemeth can get out of this somehow. Uh, yeah. Nope. I got a message for you, Chris. He ain't. He ain't. He ain't going nowhere. I, I have a feeling he's gonna have to take a few more of those power bombs as the symphony's just getting started. But can he one more time? One more time. Look at that idiot wearing a freshly squeezed shirt and a visor. Fans around the world have, have become so loyal to Wardlow. They like supporting him and what he means. Oh, Wardlow, the second movement in the symphony. Again. Look at this. 
Joe Biden getting manhandled. Oh, A third. You know where this started? This started with me. I know the feeling of this powerbomb symphony. I was the first victim of it. It's terrible. It's the fourth movement of the symphony coming up right here. It should be outlawed. And Wardlow. Straightforward power. That's enough. That's enough. Well, there's your cover, so to speak. Here is your winner. And still TNT champion, Wardlow. Hey, I'm digging Wardlow and FTR being together. That's going to make the picture even bigger. Yeah. And Jay Lethal calling on the Motor City Machine Guns from Impact Wrestling, two of his closest friends, to take on Wardlow and FTR at All Out on Sunday, September 4th. Rudy Soho and Ortiz taking on Time Mello. And wow. Sammy Guevara and Sammy Guevara just taking for a ride. See, that took him right out of his socks and shoes on that one. And remember, we haven't updated you. Uh, Sammy and Ty got married a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's not too late to spend this in the gift, I'm trying to say. Well, Ruby Soho, the double-legged, she's sending the gift of right hands on to Ty Mello. So you better be careful of those right hands. A kick to that chest. Remember, still to come, our main event, the Ring of Honor World oh. Championship match. Claudio Castagnoli looks to defend against the natural Dustin Rhodes. But right now, Ruby Soho with the upper hand and that running boot to the face to Ty Mello. Once again, Ruby has not forgotten Ty of slamming her hand in that car door. It's going to be an amazing main event, though, guys. Dustin Rhodes could be a world champion for the first time ever, Jim. I know. It, it's, and to think how that would make everybody feel. And I'm not uh, an enemy of Claudio. You know, it's a long time veteran getting a chance. Maybe yeah. his last chance to become a world champion after almost 35 years on the job. That's the key statement. Right. Maybe his last. You don't know. Ruby using that right hand, but you can see not without ill effects to Ruby. And Sammy, it. Sammy needs to get out of the ring. Going at the boot. He's warning her. Ruby. That's a lead disqualifier. Oh, what? And first goes Sammy. Poison Rana. But Ty Mello to that top diamond cross body. One, two. No, Ruby able to kick out. I think that was that, that should have been illegal, and that should have been a disqualification on Ruby Soho for that move. Why's that? Because it's, she did it to Sammy. This is, you can't have a mixed gender Sammy match. Sammy instigated the contact. Sammy put himself in between Ruby and his wife, Ty Mello. Why? Swing and a... Oh, 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 no! DDT by Ortiz. Hook oh, kick. Wow. Man, referee's lost control here. This is not the way it's supposed to be. And oh, he caught her! Ortiz stops the momentum of Ty. And another pump kick. What a gentleman. Caught Ruby. The knee strike. Beautiful team right there, even though Ruby. No future from Ruby Soho. She can win it right now. Grab the ropes, One, Ty. Grab two. the ropes. No, Sammy breaks it up. Referee's got to use his discretion here because that theoretically could have been a disqualification. He helped it to her feet. He's helping her get ready for the next maneuver. Oh, nobody's going to believe that one not, Chris. Oh, come on, man. Sammy, once again, in instigating contact with Ruby Soho. Here comes a piece once again. This is three years of animosity from the inner circle to now. Ortiz watching something, Chris. Oh, look at Parker. Cool hand, Angelo Parker. Look at this. Wait, Anna J. Anna J. Yes. Anna oh, my God, Anna J. It worked! Anna just threw Ruby Soho into the steps. 
Ortiz, his back was turned, he didn't see it, but now Sammy Guevara, the cutter! Ortiz got cut open too. One, two, three! Oh God, what has happened here in this match? Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara. Another example of why the Jericho Appreciation Society is the most dominant faction in AEW. And that's why Anna JAS, Ty Mello, Sammy Guevara, Cool Hand Ange are Chris Jericho's sports entertainers of the week. Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello victorious once again. Man, you can just feel the tension and the bad blood amongst these two men. You can feel the intensity, the passion. It's been 84 days since CM Punk stepped foot in a ring. In that intervening period of time, CM Punk had that foot surgically repaired. Oh, that foot, that instep, that ankle area. Wow, man, he's screaming. That's the leg that Punk has so many problems with. Death Rider by Moxley! My God, it's over! Moxley dominates Punk! Oh, I'm sorry. Was that not how that was supposed to go? I can't put any weight on it. Did it feel like a pop or anything, or just, it just went? No, it, it didn't, it didn't, uh... It didn't, it didn't feel like anything. It just, I felt like it just, it just gave out. Okay, okay. But that's not good because when I originally broke it, I didn't feel it. Right, exactly, exactly. So I don't know what that means.
hands up high in the sky Represent where you're from Cause it's west till I die Put it down anywhere Take thanks for what they were Been a rider since birth And the earth is my turf So I bells in the party Everything is cool It's near's in the hood I ain't seen since high school And everybody got stripes Cause we all paid dues Rips, time moves And other clicks and crews Just getting a boogie on Hoochie mama's getting loose It kinda remind me Of the truth and nine deuce I'm even kick back And I'm usually chicken hooking The blood shooting dice And the crib See, walking down a party is jumping, and the crowd's getting bigger. Looked up and saw four tricks to every near, and it's off the book. Got you grinding and bumping, cause the backyard boogie be bumping. Uh, straight from Mingo Wood, and you know that it's all good. You can put that on your hood every day. And we coming with that. Control and everywhere you look, ain't number real G's. The busters got shook and everybody left. Be the trick, hustle a bang. And Daisy Dukes and Khaki Sue seem to be the thing. She choose or you lose. Why you conversating enough leg to go around? So ain't no player hating. I walk home, girl, over there in all red. Wow. Cause baby got backs like Mix a lot said. Right. But I keep my composure, kick back like a pro. Cause a Mac 1 no just refuse to save them though. It's a done deal, locked up, throw away the key. Cause she gon' lead a backyard boot. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.